Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher, and I'm joined by probably the, the greatest podcast panel in the history of podcasting in this country. Probably. Essentially, the creme de la creme. Uh, to my left-hand side, I've got the hip-hop man himself. I couldn't think, I, just, I shat it there. Uh, Chris O'Mahony. Hello, Christopher. Uh Directly in front of me, I have the housewife's favourite, the owl, Louis McCaffrey. Yes, mate. And uh, to my right-hand side, it's Norway's favourite, it's Norway's favourite son. It's um, Christian, I was almost going to cross you, call you Christopher Iyer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been called worse. Christian, Christian Wolf. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, how are we? Good? Terrific. Terrific. Good to see Salmani back. He's crawled out of his cave. I'm looking forward to this. I He's forgot my, I had a, a notepad full of things to get Louis with, but I'll just need to take it off. The, the beard top of my is head. longer, the hair is longer, it's greyer. He's been hiding away since the 8th of January. What's today's date? It's the 5th of February. It's the 5th of February! Probably an appropriate date to comment on Celtic's transfer window. Yeah. And did they we get shall. a right back? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we, we started... Where's uh, my right back? I'm going to do that a lot for the next time. <laughs> uh, before we start on the actual Celtic chat, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, just a kind of, you know, iTunes, Louis, do you want to give us some iTunes, Pat? Uh, if you haven't already, give it five stars. Get Leave a comment. Leave a comment. If you can. Thank you very much. Uh, 90minutecynic.com has been putting up some unparalleled um, coverage of Celtic. I've got the editor-in-chief to my right-hand side. Christian, tell us about what's been happening, who's been involved, what the Scots got up. Although I was editing it last week, but, you know. Yeah, thank you for that. One week out of 52. It's, yeah, it's considering, I start, considering I started the fucking thing. Uh, I think you should fucking <laughs> in. All right, pal. Well, Chris, um, it's only Tuesday. But we had a peak FIFA watch yesterday. We did. Um, Graham McKay, it's, um, weekly review. It's McKay. It's McKay. Don't, don't let him fool you. It's McKay. We've, you've been corrected in this before. Samani <laughs> 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 looks fucking angry. Well, you, there was the, union it, was also, it was also the advert. The Glenn with the whiskey advert. It's McKay's! Graham McKay. Right, there we go. I've heard that one in my life. Anyway, uh, Every Monday he has his uh, peak FIFA watch column, uh, everything that's gone on in Scottish, every, everything that's been uttered, every ridiculous thing that's been uttered in the Scottish football media over the past week. Um, just now, while we're doing the introduction, because I partly forgot, I posted um, Frankie Mitchell's column, so her match posters for February. Um, so it's quite a unique illustration of every single Celtic game uh, this month, so go to the website right now, because it's up, and have a look. You can also... If you like Frankie's stuff, uh, as you should do, uh, you can also buy all her stuff as a print, as a sticker, as a T-shirt, uh, Louis, uh, on her... St- on, on, I in, like in T-shirts, Chris. So, so there you go. Why do I keep calling him Chris for Ayer? 
that's that's fine. Uh, that tomorrow racist? we'll have uh, a preview of the Hibernian game. Yeah. And on Thursday we'll have a, a column by uh, Dominic O'Hagan. And on Friday we'll have a preview. This is every day. Just go there every right, day. Okay. Do you know what? So, okay. Let's let's you know, right, I can, get it. Are you, on, are you on the camera on Friday? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been asked yet. So who's on the camera on Friday? Uh, it's I don't know. Ian Duggan seems to be. Ian is, Ian is top draw to be fair. Aye, uh, so we'll see. That's fine. I think I don't. People won't recognise you from last week with that shaven <laughs> face. Maybe it should be you and Ian. Um, nah, we'll, we'll start that. You probably will be on Friday if you're free, but we'll talk about that after. Uh, 90minutesynic.com, at 90minutesynic on Twitter. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, also, just the live lunches go out every Friday at midday, around about midday by the time we get set up. It's usually about 5 past 10 past 12, so check it for them. And the minute by minutes, if you can't get to the game, are a really good way of interacting and seeing how the team are performing. Quite McKay. It's got the minute by minute tomorrow. White and McKay, that famous brand. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Going to open up with a question, and I want a one-word answer from everyone. There's no to and fro and no effing and button. I know the question. Um, I know the answer. Did Celtic have a good transfer window? Was it a success? Samani, yes or no? Yes. Louis McCaffrey. Yes or no? Yes. What? <laughs> Fuck it. Okay, Christian Wolf. Yes or no? Yes or yes. no? Yes and no. Oh, you can't oh. just... Well, because uh, I think the players they got in is, is in real quality. The problem is they got them in for six months. So at some point, you ha- somebody has to look at the long term and I guess it's going to be me. Yes. Um... Uh, from from what I'm, you know, obviously we've had we've had some in- injuries uh, over the, over the last couple of days, which we'll talk about. Um, but uh, I would say it's been a success in terms of getting us over this line, of uh, getting us over this uh, championship line. I'm quite confident now that we'll do it. Um, but Louis, we got a right back. We got a right back in Celtic. Were listening to us. They were listening to you. Um, what's your thoughts on uh, the boy from uh, Borussia Dortmund? Possibly the best player I've ever oh, seen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is he the greatest guy? Is <laughs> <laughs> so that just... Well, I mean, you saw... It, it didn't take him very long, you know, to replace Lustig. God rest him. Um, He's not dead. Is he not? Have you seen him since? That's a good point. Um, no, he replaced Lustig. I thought he, was, I thought he, he started really well, really bright. Um, I thought it was quite funny seeing James Forrest kind of dumbfounded when he saw someone <laughs> overlap, overlap him, him on the right hand side um, he was coming in the middle quite a lot yes um, rather than, than kind of hugging the touchline as you would kind of expect but no I thought he looked I thought he looked good I think you can see that there's a player in there and you can, I, I, I could imagine that once he gets up to speed and he's training regularly and gets more game time I think he's going to be really good Thoughts uh, Sir Manny what's your thoughts on him I mean we only saw him briefly we'll touch on the St Johnston game as we get in a little bit further but what's, he's looking he's, he's eyeing it Louie up Well if Louie's being honest he's gutted <laughs> You are gutted Right I mean you had to you had to say what you said there Right But it, it was the end of the gimmick It's the, the end of the gimmick If you wanted minutes. to be sitting here now Right, you'd have combed your hair and you know, and phoned your agent and all that. And went, Sunglasses on. We never got a right back. Get him out. Everything's terrible. Accusing everybody of being lol apologists and all that. Right, you jumped the shark and by January the tenth. All right, it was <laughs> done. Right, no, and you're still not. posting countdowns at the end of January and all that. Right, you've had, you've, 
you've had you've had your wee fleeting moment of fame. Yeah, you threw the toys no. out of the pram, and we all know why it was. It was because Rangers signed Glenn Kamara. When they signed, <laughs> when they announced that pre-contract, you went bonkers. Listen, many Other games did pe- we? Many games did we play in January? Twelve. I think it was about four. <laughs> many of them did we win? Four. All of them. All of them were without a new right back. We waited and we got the right man, and I'm sorry for you. It's the 5th of February! He's signed, but that just showed your utter incompetence <laughs> when you said it's the 8th of January. It was it was a lovely moment, I loved it. I've listened to it many times. Um, was he wrong? Was he wrong? Was Sermani wrong? Yes. You were judging the transfer window on the 8th, uh, on the 8th of January. I was, eh? You were, you were milking me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Posting, posting countdowns every day. We all day. enjoyed it. Just, just so you're aware, I have with never, my face and trademark on it. Just so you're aware, I have never milked Louis McCaffrey in my life. Um, <laughs> there has been some vision rumours, but I have never milked Louis McCaffrey. No, well, you Not know. Um, but I mean, let's be honest, Louis. You did jump the gun in Sir Manny. No, I didn't jump the gun. No, I did not jump the gun. And let's face it, we got the boy in hours before the window shut. <laughs> but we got, but we got, we got, we got him in though. But wouldn't it have been your preference to have him in the first day? I, we won all the matches. It didn't. We weren't really the, the the run of matches we had in January, um, with the exception maybe of the St Johnston game, which was the last one. Um, they were fine. Anybody could have played right back for, for Celtic at that point. But that's that's not the point, though. We we've known that we needed we needed a new right back for quite some yeah. time, and the, you know the game, the last game last year, highlighted that more than ever so we knew going into the, the winter break going into the transfer window that we had to do something at right back I would just have rather that player was identified long before the turn of the year and was in the door as quickly into that window as possible I think yes okay the boy that we've got in I think I think he's very good he's probably a calibre of player that we couldn't have just went out and bought that's why it's a loan but at the same time it is frustrating that it's alone as well because it, it, it is another player, albeit quality, that's just here for six months and then the problem is just being delayed and we're going to have to face it again come the summer. But but that's not about this window. This window, no, no. This window you know, there's a, a massive issue at Celtic with recruitment and how we're going through, um, you know, lots of loan signings and, you know, Brendan Rodgers has made some questionable signings, but that's not about this window. No, but what, how many games is it till Valencia? Two. Two, right? So that boy who's came in at right back, we would imagine he'll be playing against Valencia. He's only had, what, two game, two and a half games? If he plays the next two games, he'll have two and a half games to get up to speed, get to know his teammates, and a game situation to play against Valencia in the knockout rounds of the Europa League. He can also Wouldn't play... it have been better if he had played the last four games in the turn of the new year? I mean, listen, these are all... Timing is important, but I just... I'm glad we've got him in, and I do think, over the piece, I think it's a successful window in that we have brought in quality that we couldn't have just went and bought. And I think, as you say, it will be enough to get us over the line and win us the, the league. But, Christian, what's your opinion? But we are delaying a, delaying a problem. You were in the States recently. Um, <laughs> yes. T- t- not, don't tell us about that, but tell us, so you've not been on the podcast, tell us your thoughts on the transfer through for all. And the fact that Forrest is still a Celtic player. Well, so is uh, Olivia Nisham. 
which, which I'm happy about. Did you just about. say it in 50 words or less? <laughs> 50 minutes in left. I, I do think, kind of what I said at the start, is that the caliber of players coming in from Bea, Burke, um, Toljan as well, they're really good players. And so at one point you go, they're all really good additions to the squad and even the, the, the first team. But again, like you said, Chris, you said, okay, it was about this transfer window. So yeah, this transfer window in, in isolation is, is good, but you can't, at some point you need to stop looking at transfer windows in isolation and signing three players on loan for six months. Okay, some of them, you know, with a little bit of luck, some might stay another year or maybe even sign one of them. But that's then four players who plays a major part in this team. That's out on loan. And that's the kind of thing if other teams do that in the league, you go, ah, that's really short term. They're just they're just thinking to the summer, which is... And maybe just it, it lined up like this this time and they didn't want to take any chances. We can get them in, get them in for six months. But you kind of... Leary's right that at some point, hopefully now, you need to start to plan for the summer window and actually get players in on permanent deals. What? Somebody's Louis right. The puppet master's in. Getting it all with yourself. <laughs> There's some merit to your points, Christian. Thanks. However, I think the real damage was done in the summer. Absolutely. In terms of we didn't secure a right back at that point. The centre half. But we didn't need a right back. You said never said that. You I made that up. No, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the cameras might not have been rolling. How we long? All heard it. How long? As everybody, even him, you got back in the car, saying, but the mic was still on. How long? We heard it. How long has everybody been saying we need a new right back? Go and sit down, clickbait boy. Right. <laughs> See that? See when you look at an article on your phone and it me? said, "Do you it follow says, me? It says, Do you like my tweets? Do you remember Candy from EastEnders? You don't believe what she looks like now. That's you, clickbait. You asked me for an autograph and I walked in. Right, get back to your point. You still know. <laughs> Give him an autograph. You know why? Can't write. Um, <laughs> the damage was done in the summer window, right? The Boyata situation was a disgrace, right? Yeah. We had Boyata essentially down in tools to get a move and it didn't work. And he's came back in and it's left us with a guy who's out of contract in the summer and is probably going to sign for somebody at any point. Benkovic, a great addition, but as as you said, he's a loan signing. January is it's more difficult in terms of long-term planning to get people in, I would say. It's the hard eyes. Out of the it's, two, it's, it's the hardest It's window. harder. And because of that, I think it was... what Because of what happened in the summer, the squad wasn't as strong as it probably should have been, and there was a patch-up job required. Now, quite rightly, people will say, we're not going to have players in in time for the Champions League qualifiers. Well, you know, the bigger disaster would have been not even making the Champions League qualifiers. And some of us have been saying, to my left here, you know, that there was a real danger of us winning the league, uh, losing the league, sorry. That that might might have been the case. But now that we've strengthened in this window, that should carry us over the line in terms of that. But we have a huge, huge job in the summer. And I think the, the, the seeds of that are pretty much in the last summer window as opposed to this one. The one, the one thing I would say about the loans is I think there is possibly a couple that we could either extend or sign the players. Well, let me jump let me jump in for a second. Um, there's been a lot of comments about Ollie Burke. Derek at the boy, Miz, what's your thoughts on Ollie Burke? I have to say I hadn't seen much of him beforehand, but he's really impressed me, playing a role he's not really known for. Uh, half hour hoops, uh, Burke for six million or where for next season on a uh, full length, uh, full season loan? What would you prefer? Um Ollie Burke today said this is the best 
he's felt on a football pitch and at a football club because he feels settled. It's not going to last very long because it's only six months. What do you think the chances are that Celtic would be willing to pay double-digit millions for someone like Ollie Burke? Because, if he, I mean, he's went for a grand total of 30-odd million quid. That doesn't mean he's worth 30 million quid. And that doesn't necessarily mean that West Brom will be looking for 30 million quid. I probably think we could potentially do business with West Brom for 10 million quid. This is all very quick. He's only played a handful of games, but I've, I've always been a fan of him. I think he's, a, I think he's a, a player in there. And 10 million quid, unfortunately, is going to start to become a standard figure yeah. for a player like Ollie Burke. Yeah. What do you think the chances are of getting him, Christian? I, I would sign him for 10 million quid. Um, especially because I think, if not this season, uh, next season, Scott Sinclair is going. And Based on what? Based on what? Just cl- that transfer point oh. you said the other week. He's a, <laughs> a clairvoyant, leave him alone. <laughs> I think he is. I, I just don't see Scott Sinclair hitting, what, 30, 31 now at the end of his contract. He's not going to get a, a contract that's as big as the ones he has now. So I think there's going to be a gap there. Um, it might come this summer, it might come the next one. Um, but yeah, if if you said now Ole Burke for 10 million, I'd, I'd said yes. I'd do it in this window. I, I think Sinclair might get to the point now where he's stayed here for so long and that he might just sign a new contract and stay with us for... I think it'd be insignificantly less. So at least there'll be money available there. I think he's not going to get the same type of contract. What do what, what, you make of Ole Burke, uh, Chris Amani? For a guy who's moved for thirty million pounds, he's really raw. I, I mean, I don't. I think there is some talent in there, but you can see the, the way he, he controls the ball. Before Ad, he, he came to us, I thought he looked more like an athlete yeah. than a footballer, and I think I said that um, some time ago. I still think he's more of an athlete than a than a footballer. I mean, you can see the way... His, his first touch is... Mm, his yeah, first touch great. is a bit hit and miss, but you've seen the way he burst to the byline um, and knocked the ball across and... and um, what's the uh, Johnson keeper called again? Sandy Clark. Clark. Um, you know, he, he, knocked it, he knocked the ball out and, and I thought, well, that, that turn of pace is, you know, it's, it's frightening. But at other times he just he just looks as if he's, he's a young guy just coming into the team. When I say young, I mean younger than he actually is. For a guy who's twenty one, twenty one, been to been at Forest, been to Germany, and then uh, went back to West Brom, it doesn't look like he's accrued much in the way of experience. He's he's not played a lot of games. Well, exactly, and he's played for different clubs under different managers and different systems. Yeah, I mean, does that does that as well? About I mean, when we signed Edward, the the situation was similar. And what I will say about Edward is similar to Buck, probably more so for Edward. There's a lot of talent there, right? But you haven't got the finished model. Now, at the time when we signed and we said we signed Edward for nine million pound, I thought that was a lot of money. I still do. I still think that's an awful lot of money. Um, there's a good chance he'll go on and you can recoup that, but it isn't guaranteed. And I think the same about Buck. Would I be unhappy if we signed him? No. But would it constitute a gamble? I would I would say so. Right? Lou, your thoughts? Uh, I've been really impressed with him, to be honest. Um, I think if he's the type of player that if, you, if there's the possibility you can sign him, we should push the boat out and try and sign him because I think he's a level above the the majority of the squad just now in terms of where he could go potentially um, I think his potential is higher than most 
really in the in the squad. He's up there in a kind of Kieran Tierney level. He'd probably he's probably down south anyway. Obviously, he'd be rated even higher in terms of ability than what even KT would be because he's not had the experience of going down south and although he's not really achieved anything down there you know that they're just going to look on him different anyway he probably stands him in good stead having had the experience in England because even when it comes to if we buy him and want to sell him in a few years time they will say oh he has he's been down here before so I think that is all going to play into it I would sign him I think we've got a good I think we've got a chance of signing him regardless of what West Brom might be saying just now with this board I, well, of course, but it, it's a gamble, like Somani says. It's a gamble because although the transfer fees now across the board are higher, it's not as if we are making that much more money. If we're going to, if we pay ten million pound for Buck, we have to take in, we have to get to the Champions League, and then we're talking about a third of the money that we're going to earn in the competition would go on one player. So that is a risk. But I think it's it's. We have to be open to taking more risks and signing players of that calibre in order to move move forward, if, if we genuinely want to move forward. I think the likes of Weir, Weir, I think we've obviously we're all very impressed with him, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, he, he for me looks, if we could get him on a year's loan, I would be delighted. If, if he stays for the whole next season, that would be fantastic. I think he has got better footballer ability right now than what Dembele had different types of players yes but I think he has and we used to think Dembele you think about his his ceiling where he could go in the game I think where just looking at what I've seen so far I think he's even higher Christian thoughts on where can I get my thoughts on Burke first yeah sure cool Um, again (laughs) again I think I just remembered when he was in Leipzig, I think it was his coach or somebody, a coaching staff, called him an, an empty hard drive. Yeah. Uh, which you can kind of goes back to Samarani's point about he's, he's, he's a real physical specimen and he's got some really, really good physical attributes in his size and his speed. Um, I think his, his touch, is, it's, yeah, it's questionable, but then again, he's as I said, he hasn't played much. He's playing in a position where his touches are with his back against the goal. I think if, if you're not top level in terms of the first touch there, that, that's going to show because he has to drop deep. I think with him, with space in front of him, he could at least tear up that, that Scottish league. So is he, is he a gamble at 10 million? Yeah, it, it will be. But he's also just 22 in April. He's got some pedigree. And I think if, if a couple of good years with him, if, if you think purely financially, he, he, you can recoup that. Yeah. But Vea, yeah, I've, he just looks... A, a special. It, well, he looks unnatural, and he's just he so comfortable special. on the ball. Great speed. Um, I didn't see the St. Johnston home game where he started. Uh, I don't know how how he was doing in terms of being. Um, so a striker. Was it Hamilton? No, game? Hamilton game started. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's is that, what nineteen? Nineteen. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's he's. It's, but, it's probably a bit. I mean, and this is the thing. I mean, in, when you're talking about loan signings, I'm not 100 percent against them. If you can get somebody like that in, that preferably would, for more than six months, and then at least have some sort of option, not option, but at least you build up a relationship there that he might, you might actually buy him. Which happened with Edward. Edward did 
probably enough to justify his outlay, but didn't do enough to say for PhD to say, look, we need to keep you. Um, it, the same could have happened with Weir. The, the, the thing with Weir is that ball across for the mm. first goal, the weight on it and the where he put it was just sublime. Just sublime. And he's got a lot more to his game than just being a striker. He's got a lot more to his game than just scoring goals. Um, but look at the look at the the you know the second goal with the the backup player Cal McGregor, you know matching matching the run intelligent, the two of them together. I mean, it was very difficult at that point to to decipher who was the PSG player. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, what I think going back to the first goal, I mean, I, th- I think we maybe need to to give some credit to um, glue factory man Scott Brown, who <laughs> was sensational uh, against St Johnston, pinged a ball directly to Weir's feet, who took it down very nicely and played it across the goal. Um, so yeah, I mean, glue factory man. <laughs> he's been written off along the list, but yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, it's, an, it's an absolute disgrace. Um, uh, well, he needs to go to Australia. Any. He's what I've got to what I've got to say about Brown is is what he's been written off several times by including me and numerous people in this podcast. There's no consideration given to the fact that he possibly just could have been unfit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? Are but you, are you happy with a new deal? Yeah, there's absolutely even Louis begrudgingly put it on Twitter. You can't begrudge a guy who's given us that service to stay here, hopefully for ten in a row. Now. Do I agree that he'll probably he'll probably play less over the over the next two seasons? Absolutely, but to say, say thanks very much off you go just now. I, I don't think that'd have been appropriate, and I still think he's got something to give. Uh, the Australian club uh, came out and basically said that Celtic made a, an eleventh hour bid for him. You're wondering if he was actually pretty close to leaving. No, that that could be them just. You know, saying that so that they kind of save face from a guy who maybe just might not have wanted to go to Australia. But, you know, it's interesting to see, again, this maybe comes down to lack of uh, long-term Forward planning um, if they're giving him an, an, an 11th hour sort of bid. Uh, can I ask a very quick question? You can Louis. ask as many questions as you want, especially of that wee prick. See when they announced Rich. Brown's two-year deal about half six on transfer day? <laughs> Did you spit the dummy and assume that was it? <laughs> Be honest. No, no, I didn't think that was it, but was that agent? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolute bullshit. I thought about unfollowing the official Twitter. Um, Christian, did, no, obviously, uh, you were in America. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> last week. Uh, do you know anything more about the, the Gutman loan being c- cancelled? Well, that's why I was in America, to check yes. on the Gutman deal. We had we and had a representative, obviously. Yes, that's ha- that happened. <laughs> and that loan was cancelled. So that's how you know. There, there wasn't anything on on Fox News, on on CBS, on ABC. They were just showing college basketball on ESPN in my hotel room. So I, I don't have the full inside information. But yes, I call college basketball. The, the loan in the was hotel room. I very. Is that one of the channels you had? I college basketball. Is somebody, somebody from the department's got a question about your hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing on that bill other than uh, a packet of crisps and a bottle of water from the. I uh, college from, from the, basketball. <laughs> Am I right, Lee? college basketball. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I mean, that's a guy. 
Would you put? Well, we can't put Matt on loan now that the window's closed, can we? So he's kind of in a sort of. I don't know. Yeah, he, I, he would need a special work permit as well. I, I presume if, if they want to bring him in now, but the lad has to play somewhere. But I think you can still send him out on loan, even though the transfer window is closed. Can you? Depends on well in, in America. Can. Well, depends on the league. Champ, in the English Championship, you can. Yeah. Uh, MLS, you can as well. You can send them to Norway. Their transfer window is still open. Fuck hey. that. Ronnie will take him. Send them to the footballing backwater that is Norway. That, oh, I thought you were going to say Scotland. Okay. Um, no, I wasn't going to say Scotland because Celtic so when's, are when's the league start again in Norway? The best. Uh, this year, I think it starts a bit late. The thing is, uh, late March, early April. Okay. So you can get a couple of months in. You know. Yeah. But they have three months of preseason, so um, get but, up to speed. Get uh, Bayou has not been included in the Europa League squad. Do you think that's maybe an indication that he might not play this season? Um, nope. Maybe they'll just no. start him afresh for next season? Surely it's just because he's not played yet and the rest of them have. I agree, aye. No, so you think he might play some part this season? Yeah, I, I think... I think, I think he might, but he was he might the be on the bench tomorrow. We had, we had to... We had to, um, we had to... One had to drop out. Birkenway have made an impact in Tolyan, obviously. has been in in, in, in the... Um, and, and played against St Johnson, so it, may, it makes sense that it's not bio. But I reckon he'll be he'll play some games before the end of the season. Uh, oh, on that point um, of uh, Tolian playing, um, we played to, we've played two games since last week. We played St Johnson twice. We beat them two 0 in both games. The home game was uh, fine. Uh, two quick goals in quick succession. Um, squad player Callum McGregor got a rare start. Um, and it's a plucky goal. Plucky, from a plucky goal, player. Plucky player. Hopefully he'll be sent out um, to come Marnock or something at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so the, the home game kind of, uh, again, I, I put on the, I think it was yourself, Christian, uh, Christian Sarmani, that. Oh. <laughs> Easy mistake to make. Uh, both very handsome. Both talk shit. <laughs> He's turned against his uh, puppet master over there. Of course, I would, ne- I, would, I, would, <laughs> I would never turn against you, Sir Manny. Christy. Yes. Getting a little bit of, you know, not abuse, but people questioning his form. You know, it's maybe not hit the heights. Who's questioning his form? A few people. Oh. <clears throat> On form. Uh, I think he's... I think he's been fine. Um, I don't think he's been hitting the heights, but he's been getting stuck in. What's your thoughts? What's your take on it? Uh, I thought he was pretty poor in the first half against St Johnston, actually. But you know, he's, his rise to prominence is so so quick, and and he got to such a high level yeah, of performance, and, so. and and he becomes such a key player for us at that point that he was bound. You know, his upward tra- trajectory couldn't keep going on forever. And I wouldn't say he's been terrible, and obviously he was injured during that period, but. You know, it's dipped, it, his performances have probably dipped a bit, but then you saw his finish for the goal, and you thought, you know, it was, it was a real touch of class. And see if he's still if he's still delivering in that manner, then you know, he absolutely deserves his place in the team, especially with domestic Thomas <laughs> being missing in action most of this season. Yeah, domestic Thomas is now out for six weeks. Um, I mean, take you, on that, Louis. Sorry, Christian, you're going to say something. No, I was just saying I mean, you wouldn't play him in Europe anyway, so I think. That's yeah, of funny. course, the Messi Thomas. Certainly wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, 
Louis turning on Tam was one of the. It's like Brown. He didn't turn on Brown and Bowed. Bowed and Brown. Bowed and Brown. Louis. It's going to be a dark six weeks, but when Tam comes back, he will moonwalk back into that starting lineup. Don't you doubt it. Does he go right into the lineup for you? Aye. First name the team sheet. Who are you putting out of the team? I thought it was Callum McGregor. Fucking any one of the idiots. Who cares? Say one then. Name one then. I thought Callum McGregor was your wee boy. Scott friend. Brown! Scott yeah. Brown! Okay. Scott Brown! Surely I'll drive him to Australia! He <laughs> 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 drives the same side of the road there! With pure May Barra! By the way, I, I, I do love the phrase domestic Thomas. Uh, that's, Aye, that's, that's very cool. nice. Tam Commons as well, is a good name. So, what do you make of the St Johnston game overall? Um, eat both of them. Um, well, the one I can remember that was at the... At <laughs> the most recent one. <laughs> um, I, I, I felt like we were... We dominated, but we were making a bit of a meal of it at times. Um, and I was starting to get a wee bit worried that the goal just wasn't going to come. The longer it, it went on. The I longer think. it went on, yeah. It just looked like it wasn't going to happen. But to be fair, um, obviously, where I came on and made the difference... Um, but that that I mean that's the type of game that really, if you're going to win a championship, winning in that way, grinding out a result and scoring late on, that's the market market champions, and that's what gets you titles. You know, are there are there any other teams at the top, the current top four, the other three teams? Can they do that? Can they grind out a, a result that in situations like that where things aren't going their way? Probably not, and that's. <clears throat> maybe not maybe not down to their ability but more down to their experience I think we all, we all kind of take for granted winning winning league titles to a certain extent because obviously we've we've won seven in a row but it's not an easy thing and and it, I think results like the, the game at the weekend are, are a kind of prime example of how difficult it can be um, and it makes it all the more Amazing and remarkable the fact that we went a whole season unbeaten just a couple of years ago. We we came away from that match. I, I fully agree with you in terms of the longer it was going on, it did start to maybe look like it wasn't going to be our day. I thought we started. I think the first twenty to twenty five minutes, I thought we controlled the ball the ball really well. I thought we controlled the play really well. Uh, towards the, the sort of um, ending of the first half, we started to kind of lose our way a wee bit. Um, the start of the second half again, we started pretty well first 10, 15 minutes, and then. Kind of, we didn't run out of ideas. I'm not saying that, but we missed. There was a lack of spark. I thought. Aye, we did. Um, there was a definite lack of creativity, and, and you just got to wonder: is, is there any domestically proven player who could possibly be that creative spark? Domestically yes. proven, correct? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, domestically Thank you. proven. Um, I, I think when um, when Edward came on, I think you've seen a different style of centre forward play. Yeah, can I just say where Edward and Burke as a front three? That's going to be delicious. Yeah, Chris, you agree with it in terms right, of Forrest out injured now. Ed- Edward, just, just take you back as well when you were quite upset about the Burke signing because he was predominantly a right winger. We don't need him. We've got James <laughs> Forrest. <laughs> How'd you like them apples? How'd you like them spicy, spicy apples? My Burke fan. Um, Christian. Your wee pal made a bit of an arse of it, eh? I think it was very good for 89 minutes. I thought it was excellent. It was excellent. I thought it was really, um, really good. Let's talk about the centre-backs, because I 
I, I liked him a lot in this game. Um, I think you guys were both alluding to that before Christian uh, turned up with the recording. Talk us through your thoughts, yeah. Christian. No, I, I think especially in games like teams like St. Johnson, which is going to be most games in the league, where Celtic have to face a team that sits in, sits quite low. Um, they very often man-mark uh, the three central midfielders and the rest just restrict space. Um, so obviously, yeah, you want to try and get him on the counter, create some space or whatever but I think when you're playing against that settled defence you kind of have to do something they're not planning for and expecting I think your centre back taking that ball out even if nothing happens every time just by doing that you, you forces like the defenders to do a choice like do they go against the centre back and leave the man they're supposed to play man marking or just to just let him go and I think in, in Ayer and, and also, I think you actually got two centre-backs who's, who's very comfortable. I, I, I would see them even doing it more. So I, I thought both of them were just took the chances. They kind of All they do half the time is just move up through the ball. Often they're not even challenged, but by doing that, you kind of create a bit of movement and a bit of space. So I think that's, for me, that, that it's such a key to Celtic's this attack is, against a settled defence. It's the centre-backs. This is a centre-back pairing that played in Athens, yeah? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But no, it, no, so, no, Ayer didn't play in Athens. I thought he did, did he not? No, no he, was, it was he, got, he got suspended in the first one. So it was Henry, I think it was. Okay, I'll, have, I'll just have a check, Louis, your point. Okay. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, Ayer, I mean, he'd, he'd done it numerous times, stepping, stepping out, running right up the middle of the pitch from defence, and it, it was it was great to see, and we don't really have anybody that does that as effectively, even Joseph. from a point. No, I'm just gonna. I was just gonna cover <laughs> it. Even from a point of not necessarily having to make a killer pass each time, but as Christian's saying, just bringing his forward up the pitch and exploiting the space in front of them. Now, I thought that Yozo was really good. Yeah, but, agreed. And Yozo, Yozo done it at times as well. Yeah, but. It was the, just as much. It was the first time in a long time that I've seen Yozo. Yes, he was doing that, but he was keeping it simple, which is what I think we would all want the centre backs to do. They don't. They have, weren't. Ex- have they, weren't they weren't exactly under pressure, though. Were no, they, they? no. Yeah. I mean, but, but, they're, yes. but they're not going to be well defen- defensively. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Under I think it doesn't played a lot into their. The hands because they had so many long balls and high ones. So I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll be a different game against Hibs, for example, because because Hibs will give it a go. They've got nothing to lose, and they'll probably attack us. The fact is, Jozo Simunovic the, the has consistently, it. consistently let us down when we've backed yeah. him in the past. So I'm not going to get my hopes up. Do I want it to work out? Of course I do, because I think there is a footballer in there, but he just makes these awful errors. His, he, la- his concentration level drops, and. How many times are we going to give this guy a fucking opportunity to prove us wrong again? But he is a player, so we have to. He's, he's a little bit of that. But he's going to be here. about him? Um, I finish the season, but I don't see him being a long-term option. I mean, come I, come a summertime. I think he is well-suited in those kind of games, though, because he, he's got that in his locker. By the way, it was, Jack, it was Jack Hendry. I, I sure right. the, thing, the, thing, the thing for him, though, I think I think it'd be interesting to see who who's everybody's first choice centre back pair. For me, it would be obviously if everybody's fully fit, Benkovic and Ayer for me. And I think Yozo's got to be he's unlucky been, because he's, be, he's been consistent with that. He said that from I have, good, good for you. First I've bit said of consistency. That since, <laughs> first bit of consistency. Consistency, Louis. Consistency, Louis. Consistency. I'm Con- consistently right on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, 
When you go, Sir Manny? What? 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 squad What? What? Who would be your first choice centre-half pairing? Benkovic. Okay, love it. I love this. Correct so far, 50%. Going <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking... Jack Henry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think there's merit in playing Ayer because he's your player and I've said it from the start. I'm sure Christian will, will back me up on this. I've been a fan of Ayer from the start. Do I think that Boyata, when he's been on forms, played at a higher level with Benkovic? Yeah, I think they've looked solid. But I think we won eye in the future. Obviously not tomorrow night because um, Christopher made a bit of a mistake towards the end of the game yesterday. But which young players? Do I think the two be, the best centre half pairing we have right now is probably still Boyata and Benkovic? But I do see merit in playing at higher because Boyata's not going to be here on the summer. Yeah, we can't we can't play two centre halves for the rest of the season who are both not going to be here come next year or the qualifiers. That'd be mad. It, and, and I think especially with Ayer. There's really not much in it. I mean, I, I get what Samarin is saying in terms of Boyata and Benkovic has been very solid, but I don't think you <coughs> really drop a level in performance with Ayer, and I think you, you add things that Boyata don't have as well. I think that's like a good... ability. You do not like Boyata, do no. you? He's an absolute snake. How could anybody could put him in their Celtic team <laughs> after the rat, the rat snake, didn't, uh, didn't travel? No. Don't play him again. Well, let me defend Ryan Christie a bit, though, because I, I think he's... He's not a centre-half. I know, he's not a centre-half. <laughs> no, no, well, 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 I'm, I'm moving back. Like you. Jesus. Because I, I think You're moving back? Shout, it's the 8th of January. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he's got... He's such an interesting player because he's, he's, he's had that skill set of being more of an attacker. Um, but you put him down in, in a midfield position central midfield position but he's still so like you said he, he, he really gets stuck in and he, he gets about um, yesterday I don't know yesterday on, on, on Sunday against St Johnston it was only Christopher Ayer who had was involved in more duels than than Ryan Christie he had he won the ball back in all over the pitch <laughs> as well so he, he's just somebody who but he still has the ability to get beyond the defenders and do what Stuart Armstrong did so I think he's like Skill set and putting him where he plays, it's, it's it, it works so well. And I think it's a big reason why Celtic's been playing so well. Ryan Christie is the thinking man, Stuart Armstrong. There's there no you question. go. There's no question. He doesn't have the hair, but he has the ability. Stuart yeah. Armstrong's the thinking thinking man, Ryan Christie. No, let's let's be honest. If it was a pub quiz, man, I want Stuart. Oh, you know? The actual thinking man. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Thomas Fraser. He was involved in more duels. That's, <laughs> that was. That's the terminology remember, from, from the stand. Remember the film Duel on the Nile? Challenges with Michael Jewel Douglas and different different oh, words. Fuck. Different words. Shit. I thought it was. I thought it was <laughs> not the duels. Romancing the Stone was a good film, though. We can all agree on that. It was very 80s. Yeah, it was. It was good, though. You were answering this. Were you born, Louis? <laughs> Before. Ah, yeah, I got it in Global Video. Global Didn't Video. Didn't go back in the day. Have I ever told you about when I worked in Global Video? Me and Marek, those were those halcyon days. Anyway, Long um... Time ago now. So, I mean, I deserve to be sent off. There's no... We wouldn't. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to say no, Christian. But Sir Manny. Yeah. He deserved, um, you said it as well. Was he it last man? Aye. Aye, okay. Probably. We'll, we'll give Willie Collum that, but nothing else. Uh, we That that was a really hard fought when we did really well. Um, the injection of pace from Weah um, obviously changed the game, as I was saying about how 
there's a different style of uh, forward play when Eddie's on. Eddie kind of slows the game down these days. Um, uh, he's very he keeps the, he likes to keep the ball longer at his feet. He's um, more inclined to kind of uh, move with it the way the um, way it isn't way is kind of running in behind. So it's great to have completely different options. Fucking! It should have been a penalty. I, I don't think there's any question. Which one? Uh, exactly. The one. Yeah. I mean, either. I mean, I, th- I think both of them yeah. potentially. The Buck one in the first half was just a stick-on penalty. Isn't it? I no, no question at all. We, we should have had three penalties in that game, or both two, because it was the same sort of incident. But um, Eddie, the, the, that that injury he got just looked fucking horrific. I thought he was going to be out for a lot ah, longer than. I thought yeah. it was a broken foot. So it's a compound injury. It's a compact or compound or whatever. He's not. He's hurt himself. He's got a wee boo boo. <laughs> so he's he's not he's not actually going to be as bad as thought. Forrest has a pulled his hamstring. Um, that could be quite a few weeks. Um, Lustig uh, shat it, um, which is a really bad injury. Just shitting yourself. Um, <laughs> but just as well we've got he did shit it, didn't he? Super tall yeah, then. Aye, I think I love Michael Lustig. We all do. You clearly don't. Not, not as a footballer. <laughs> what, as a guy? Aye. <laughs> Seems terrific. Cracking Um I mean, I don't care what anyone says. Lustig's still got a lot to, to offer the club. Um, Has he? Yeah, he does. From a footballing perspective? Yes. How? What? Can Detail he... it for us, please. Uh, four assists in two games? No, no. We don't like doing we assists. We don't like assists. No. Why do you not like assists? We had that discussion last time. Yeah, we had that no, discussion. No, we did. I, we just well, I like assists. That. I like when you pass a ball with the XG guys goals. X no X A. X oh, a expected yeah. assists. How can you have a how can you have a stat about yes. something that you don't rate as a stat? But you can't all stats are not created equal. <laughs> oh fuff. So if, if, okay, if you Trust don't, me, if I you been don't to rate, Philadelphia last week. If you, don't, if you don't rate assists, right? Yes. Then how I don't can rate, you rate them as much as expected assists. But that makes no fucking sense. It does. They expected because assists are hypothetical. <laughs> assists right. are real facts. Let me break it down in layman's terms. Right? You could get an assist even though what you did wasn't very good. Thank you. But if you're in position to make assists, because based on where you are in the park, if you've got a lot of expected assists, then you are effective as an attacking support player. It turns out I'm a layman because I understood that. That's pretty good. That's you have to give him give him that, Louis. You give him that. He's, he's explained I mean, that very well. Sir man, he, he tries to have this, you know, real fit, man, real proper man. He's he's a thinking man's man. He's a thinking man's, man's man. man. No, no, listen, it's, it's listen, not just. It's listen, just not just. Listen, you can't dress up how dull stats are. You can't <laughs> do it, right? There's there's no way. I, I believe me, you. I'm trying, but yeah. But uh, you know, I do understand them a bit. That one, anyway. Yes. That's about it. Um, so yeah, so obviously we've came away from that with some injuries. We're, this is leading us into the the Hibernian game, um, which we've got. So we've got Hibs or tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening. And who've we got at the weekend? St Johnson, Johnson. fucking St Johnson in the cup. At home though, Premier Sports. Yes, I've got that on my dodgy <laughs> box. <laughs> thank you, Sir Man. Uh, thank you, Sir Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, actually, just obviously, we're playing St. Johnson again, but I, will, I think we all were impressed by the goalkeepers under Clark. Um, Aye, yeah. Poor man's been. 
that impressive? He, I thought he was good over the two games. I thought he played well. I'm I, not. I'm not saying he's good enough. See, if you fire a bunch of shots at a goalkeeper, Aye. he's going to save a couple. And he, he, I have issues with his footwork. No, that that was my tweet. I, I tweeted that like um, he had an exceptionally good game, but he can't kick the ball. He yeah. can't with the ball. His feet is terrible. But that as well. So, but if if you see, I think there's the Edward shot, especially like it looks a good save, but I don't think he doesn't move his feet. He kind of waits and then throws himself. I you know. Uh, Look at the goalkeeper's feet. What do you think? It, what do you think of Scott Baines? Oh, um, I love Scott Baines. And that. I think the reason why Christopher Ayer pulled that St. Johnston attacker down, he was, he was thinking about Scott Baines' clean sheet record. Mm-hmm. He was like, "I'm not going to risk this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I mean, Craig Gordon might be back in the team. You don't want to play in front of him. So, is Scott Baines' praise that he's got over? Oh, Jesus Christ, Lloyd, just stop, <laughs> stop with that. Stupid. Talk to me. Is Scott, you're not going to like the question, is Scott Baines um, praise that he's getting because uh, uh, he's the best goalkeeper since fucking, you know, Buffon. Um Is it unbalanced in terms of the teams he's playing, how busy he's been and, you know, these games maybe haven't, I know it's not fair to judge a player, if, if, if a player's playing games, you judge them on their performance and he's performed well, he's, he's performed admirably. Yeah. But are we looking at it from? Are we looking at it from the right perspective? No, because Chris, I think the he question, very rarely had anything to do. Yeah, but there are some sections of the support, some sections of the podcast panel, who <laughs> only see the flashy saves. They don't see anything else. They get stunned. My, my rebuttal will be in short. They, they just get stunned by the big, you know, dive tip over the bar. You know, that happens every so often. There's more to a goalkeeper than that. Right, so what's he doing that's impressing you most? Is it just the fact that he's because I he's think recycling play very like quickly, <laughs> straight out of the question. Recycling <laughs> <laughs> play. He takes me that one. Um, no, but he's he's uh, as um, I would have said uh, recycling possession, but okay, okay, yeah, you'll get there, wee man. <laughs> You're still the student in this game, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, um, but he's um, he's taking part in the play. Rather than being Craig Gordon, who just ends the play by kicking it out of the pitch, I think the biggest thing about Bain, Bain's performances, uh, the defense does look a lot more comfortable Do in terms m- of when the balls, when they pass the ball back to him. He, even you have to admit that, so Manny, like he, he's good with the ball at his feet, and he also, I think he makes the rest of this the, the back line. I feel a little bit less comfortable except Izzy because he's a massive fucking bomb scare. Is there anything that you've seen of him and you, or, or right now would you would you put Gordon back in? Would you rush to put Gordon back in? Surely not. Consistency is the key and I have said previously on this podcast that Scott Bain deserves a run. What I will say is Hold on. No, I didn't. Hold on. I when did, did you say I did. that? Well, did. Maybe, maybe in the last pod. I did. Maybe in the last pod. I did. What I will say and I'll consistently said this consistency, Louis. Right, two I'm things. Consistently right. talking shit here because you've said that one podcast. No. I've been saying that no. since he arrived. No, but, but <laughs> wait a minute. Just jump but, on anyone's exactly. back, and Doris. Just... Doris DeVries, you were championing Doris DeVries <laughs> because you, you decide. You decide. <laughs> Somebody you don't like, somebody, and then you don't care. I mean, why were you bothered about getting a right back in? Rob chops, Rob chops, <laughs> and he was, he was fit at that point. So ultimately, it's about consistency. Lou. That was after he saw him in Silverburn. Bain, consistency. Oh, I, I just, I'll never forget Bain, that. Bain absolutely deserves a run. One, 
what I will say there's obviously obviously a caveat with it is he hasn't played a single game of football for us perhaps apart for the three two game at Ibrox where he's been under any level of significant pressure. That is true. Mm-hmm. Now the one th- the only error I can think that he made was when he played against St Johnson, it may have been in the cup was and it he last came season. rushing out. He came rushing out for a cross. However, on Saturday a ball came across and Watt should have scored with a header. And I thought, I don't know how comfortable he is we cross balls. Right? But despite that, his the reason he, de- he deserves a run is because he's so much better with his feet. And you're exactly right, the pressure that that relieves on the defence is unbelievable because without a doubt that's Gordon's, Gordon's um, biggest, failing. biggest failing. Without a doubt. But, and I know that you did your revoice last week when I said this, he... When it comes to shot sorting, those Hollywood saves and stuff like that, I still think what you get is you get a goalkeeper. You get so many flaws, Gordon. You get a goalkeeper who can make saves that most other keepers can't. I, I, I actually, I, I don't see much difference between Gordon and um, McGregor. I think they're both the same. I think I think Gordon's better than McGregor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, I don't think McGregor's very good with his feet at all, no. whatsoever. No. But they don't have the same sort of the pressure to build up from the back because Gordon, eh, sorry, Rogers is making Gordon do that. It highlights how poor he is at that. The so thing who's is, the better option? That's what I said. Right now, it deserves to be Bane. However, see when we're under pressure. It'll be the making of him or the breaking of exactly. him, essentially. Exactly. Well, no, of course, aye, of course. That's it. But am I happy that Bane's in just now? Yes, because I do think it relieves, in probably 90% of the games we play, Bane's the better option. Seeing big, massive games. See, like it's against Valencia when the ball's coming at us a lot more. Then we'll see. See if it's Bane that's in goals. We'll see if he's produ- capable of producing get, a performance get, like that. It's, 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 it's a bit like Tom Roderick. Like, can he do it in Europe? Jesus, turn his mic off. He hasn't. <laughs> The, 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 thing is, the, the thing I, I wonder is why now? Why now we've been? Because Rogers knows he, he was brought in a year ago. Because it was a safe set of fixtures to <coughs> give him a run and get his confidence up before and any sort so of. So you wait a year for a safe run of fixtures? I don't. No, what? No. I, I, I mean, I just I, I think it's a bit. I, I just wonder why now. It's a bit odd. I think. When you, our style of play hasn't changed it's the philosophy that Brendan Rodgers has always had he brought in De Vries that was a fuck up and then he went back to goal he was the championship goalkeeper of the, the season and I'm not saying that you should look necessarily look at the Rodgers man but he, he, he done away with him aye I, I think done away with him but why I, now I think we're overlooking the fact here that I wrote an article on the 3rd of January oh, we fucking go well, well I'd give three uh, I'd give three a um, you did that's right I, I yeah. gave some advice to Brendan Rodgers and I said one play Scott Bain and I said two play Christopher Ayer and I said three three side read that reset <laughs> <laughs> that, that should have been one uh, and I said three play Cal McGregor in the deep role and he's, he's I agree with every one of those and he's, 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 he's done the first two <laughs> and he, he will do the third do. one as soon as uh, Charm and Domestic Tam is back Domestic Tam well, Tam Tam uh, Tam Collins is still actually still working. Tam's still the best, still the best player there, even including. Does Brendan read I'm... our articles? Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Does I... he listen to them? It seems like it. My, big, my biggest failing with Bane, I think, and I've said this before, um, so I'm going to repeat myself, but fuck it, um, is and I've seen it in Scott when he was in Scotland duty as well. Um, he's when he's making a save, which he's not had the actual opportunity to do much of since we've returned. When he's making a save. He sometimes parries the ball back into the danger zone. 
He'd done it at Ibrooks three times. Um, he'd done it for Scotland about two or three times. I think he's a good goalkeeper. I like him. I think he has a lot to improve on, though. And you're only going to improve on that by playing. So, uh, and not just playing, but I think it'll. I think he'll improve a lot by being in the team and working even closer with Stevie Woods because the goalkeeping coach, he has. Thank you, Fraser Foster, when he came in. Yeah, made him a far better goalkeeper. Stevie Woods is, by all accounts, a very well-respected um, uh, goalkeeping coach. So that's Abs- great. absolutely, and I think, and that's, I more, think more yeah. t- if if he is, you know. Wet for however long, if, if it's even a case of that, I don't know, I doubt it would be a case of that. But if Brendan Rodgers has said to Steve Wood, look, he's getting a run in the team now, he's your main focus, it'll be interesting to see the effect that, because you would have to imagine that things like parrying it back into danger zone, like you're saying, surely that's things that are very easily identifiable for a goalkeeper he's and got, things that you can work he's on. He's got an awkward way that he saves. I noticed this when he was, I went to an Alawa Dundee game years ago and he was the goalkeeper. And I remember even then thinking, he's he's a good goalkeeper. He's a he's a good shot stopper, but he's quite awkward in how he goes down. Was it just yeah. unorthodox? Okay, or just oh, a thinking man's awkward. Oh Jesus, that's <laughs> Jesus. The, but, but what the, the thing is, with Gordon, though, the thing with Gordon is they identified his big weakness. Obviously, is his distribution, and Rogers must have said, "Look, he needs to get better with his feet." He went through that period of time where clearly it was what he was working on, and he got better. He did get better. But then it has all f- seemed to have fallen by the wayside with Gordon quite a I bit. I think he's just given up on Gordon. I really do. I think he's thought to himself, look, um, he's, putting too, he's putting the defence under too much pressure and, you know, uh, t- getting the ball out quicker. should be getting phased out anyway. It's, See, it's you, like a few of them in the squad, the likes of Brown and Lustig. They're at the end of their... They should be getting phased out. We should be bringing in their replacements and... and Bedding them into the team, surely. Yeah, well, that's the long term planning that we spoke about earlier. I'd imagine Gordon will go back to Hearts after this contract finishes, or Celtic grant him his release or whatever. He'll go back to Hearts and he'll be terrific. He'll be a really that's good goalkeeper well. for them. Yeah, and that, that's three big ones at the back. See if, but, he, if, if, if he plays for any team, well, there's no requirement for him to play the ball out. He'll look great. He'll be a great keeper for <laughs> another three, four years. As I say, um, Gordon will be at Hearts, um, but I guarantee Scott Bain won't be the number one at Celtic at that point. I guarantee it, um, and that's not me having a negative opinion. I just, I, I don't think he's good enough long term to be the Celtic number one. I wouldn't want to go into the Champions League qualifiers with Scott Bain as my number one goalkeeper. Number two, terrific. Number one, absolutely not. Give we need a, a chance. We need a little. Give him a chance, Chris. Just, Why are you shitting on the boy? Give him a chance. I mean, stuff and he just take, like Tom Rodrick, He needs to be given a chance in Europe, and then. We can make it. I like how Christian's um, sticking knife into his wee pal. He's good. He's terrific. Keep him on his toes. Uh, Listen, see the first knuckleball that comes his way. (laughs) He'll know what he's all about, man. Uh, So Celtic playing Hibs. uh, Give us your thoughts on who, what your lineup would be. Uh, We'll start with Christian. Obviously, there's no Christopher Ayer. That's right. Um, There's no James Forrest, Edouard. Look, it's time for uh, Nibeton to come in and be the. Be still my and be the Busquets we know he can be. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'll play Beton and and Yoso. Who but, else? In, in centre back. And I'm not going to play them anywhere else. So, so you've given up on Jack Henry already, even though he's got all the attributes to be a good goalkeeper. I, I, I think Jack Henry needs <laughs> a keeper. 
That was a great Dutch accent. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's uh, basically on Twitter. Um, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I don't think make a bit of an ass of it on Twitter. Has he? Has he been saying? He had a pop back. It was fine. Liam Neeson stuff. No. Somebody called him garbage, or and uh, oh, he, he could... basically went, "Oh, cheers and that was it. <laughs> I think he called someone a pig or something, did he not? I don't know. I don't know. I, he deleted them all. It's just, just a bit petulant. It's just, ah, that's the don't don't delete it. I mean, aye, stick stick, aye, to, your stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, Joso and and Beton, uh centre back Scott Bain, obviously. Um, and other than that, I think you're. If, if Edward's fit I, I would bring him he's in he's plays right back Christian oh, come on it's your man Jeremy <laughs> oh, oh Jeremy Jeremy Tolle yeah. oh yes nice. love it. But yeah, that's I a mean, popular chant it, it depends who's 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 ready I, I'd like to see Cham back but I don't know if he's ready um, Cham isn't ready yet same with Edward I would give like Brown, I'd, I'd give Brown a rest on Wednesday I'd play, who are we playing though? I would play McGregor uh, Rogic is he, is he Rogic is, is he injured no sorry sorry McGregor, McGregor Christie <laughs> slated him for half a point it's just it's literally because I was looking at you and I just thought you know right. uh, I would play McGregor and Christie um, to be honest I would pro- I, I, I'd be if you're going to play Bitton just play him in midfield oh. why he's literally called him the Busquets of the team I just play him in midfield from the centre back position uh, but it, 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 uh, wait, wait, essentially, I, mean, I would go with Wea up front with Burke on the right. And Forrest is out. Yeah. Yes, and probably just Sinclair on the left. Sinclair's playing a bit better, Chris. He's playing better, but I'd, I'd like to see he's Burke. Not, he's not. He's not back to first season form. I, I don't never, think he ever will be. No, I don't think he ever will be. Either. Yeah, that's my team. There you go. Burke, Sinclair, Burke, Sinclair, Wea slash Wea, whoever's ready. I'd be interested to see Wea and Burke uh, together um, playing off each other. Uh, who's your team, Louis? Um, Bain, Jeremy. Oh, Jesus. Um, Jack Hendry and Gozo. <laughs> I'm not playing Beaton at centre half. That's not happening. Jack Hendry before Beaton at centre half. Um, is he? Jesus. Begrudgingly. Um <laughs> Then midfield three of Cal McGregor, Scott Brown, and Christoids. Yeah, Christie. I, I think Christie's out. Christie's injured. Really, he took a knock at the end of the game. I, was, I don't know if he's unfit. I don't think he's unfit. Really, has Celtic reserves. Something, so, uh, something about his. Uh, I'm sure I read something today. It was about his ribs. He's damaged his ribs or something. Um, that probably was the big boot across <coughs> them in the penalty box. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably. I'd, I think you would probably have to start beat on probably because in jam if in jam's still injured, I don't in think there's tra- anybody he's, else. He's training, but he's not. He's yeah, not. I don't think there's anybody else. And then uh, yeah, Sinclair, Weir, and Burke. Burke. And I think we might see Bio on, on the, the bench. bench. I think we might see him on the bench with, with Edward out. Chris, similar thoughts. Anyone? Any major changes? Assuming Christie's fit, I would play Beaton at centre half. Do you know? Do you know? Sorry, but just thinking about midfield, I wonder if he'll uh, give you and Henderson some game time. Potentially, potentially. or maybe yeah. include him on the bench again. It, bench uh, So you, Chris, you yeah, you got to go Bain as a. Uh, I would play Beaton with Jozo, but I still think he's a better choice than Jack Henry. Beaton. 
Beaton's had some good games for us at centre half. Yeah. A couple of. Uh, I remember the. Partick Tessel? No, I'm, I'm talking about. Um, it wasn't very. We played him at home against Bayern Munich, if you remember correctly. Christ. Um, we also. He was a bit at fault for positioning wise. I remember when we beat at Rugby Park. Yeah, uh, he did a bit of a howler again. He played really well against Thistle, and then he gave, should have gave away a penalty. Well, last yeah, minute. and but I remember, I remember him playing away um, at uh, at Rosenberg, and he was colossal. Didn't lose a header all night. I would, seeing as it's at home, I would sell. I would play him with Jozo uh, in a pinch. Tall Jan, Izzy, McGregor, Brown, Christie, um, Buck, Sinclair, where, and uh, where? Correct. Predictions, Christian. For Celtic versus Hibs, four 0 Celtic. Predictionly, two uh, one. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be quite a difficult game. Managerless Hibs, yeah. rudderless Hibs. Yeah, managerless, but they do have good players. Yeah, they do have good players. I, I, I don't think it's uh, gonna be a walkover. At, at least all. they're not coming into work now and getting shouted out and get thrown abuse at them. I mean, that I, don't, I wouldn't like that. No, even though you do, uh, Chris. Thoughts on Hibs game prediction style? 3-0. 3-0. Terrific stuff. We've obviously got uh, St. Johnston um, as well at the the weekend, but we're not going to make predictions of that because we don't really know who's going to be fit um, because people will be coming back. Save that for Friday. Save that for Friday. Um, When Christian might. Might be on the video. We'll see. Live video, Twitter live lunch. Uh, When are we going to do a live lunch on a Friday? We've got jobs, mate. We do have jobs. That's true. I do it at lunchtime, so I have a job as well. So that's why it's called lunch. Yeah, uh, we sacrificed our lunch. Chris Amani, pleasure as always. Thank you for having me. Of course, uh, it is the is 5th that it? of February. That yes. was fast. Louis McCaffrey, we actually went over by four minutes. Ooh. Louis McCaffrey, it has been your pleasure. This him thinking he's a big deal is here's, here's your right back. Change your gimmick. What, what are you going to do next week? Huh? What are you going to come up with? Nothing. You're the crazy frog, mate. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a shelf life. <laughs> does, does anybody remember Scatman John's saying single? No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> Joe. Um, Pleasure as always. Pleasure is all mine. Thank, Thank you for you. the coffee. I'm Chris Gallagher. We're the 90 Minutes, Nick, and we'll speak to you down the road.